Welcome to 54 Live. I am your host, Digsies, and I'm once again joined by my co-host, Jake. Jake, what's up, buddy? Life is amazing. We're back where we all started. We're back where it all began. The Centurion. Yep. Holy cow. A year later. A little. Real and a little yeah. over a year later. It's crazy. It's just it's so like, freaking cool, isn't it? It's like the inaugural course. I mean, think about it. I mean, a year ago, we didn't know each other. A no. year ago, Pants didn't know what he was doing with his life. A yep. year ago, none of us had talked to Pro Golf Critic. A year ago, the Majestics GC didn't even understand the coolness that is them. I mean, we're in a whole different ball game now, and it's so amazing to see. And it's so cool how it still adapts yeah a year ago we didn't know if it was gonna be if it you know live was gonna last past the few tournaments they put out you know it's like insane it is it, it really is to man. see it where really it went is. last year from an upstart league that who the hell knows where it's gonna end up to merging with the pga tour in just about under 12 months which 12 months from the first time they teed off which is just remarkable well, and I, I just, I just freaking love just where things are at. I mean, if those of you, first off, I mean, we're going to talk about about last week in a second because that was special. But we got to talk about this—the truth that I mean, you know, you watch the press conference that came out today. You know, they were asking Bubba Graham, Cam. So what's so what are you going to do when they let you? Because there's some of these journalists that are just simp salads that really don't like live, but they're still only there because. They have to be because mm-hmm. it's golf in the UK, and so they're asking this. They're asking the stupid questions. They're asking the the PGA Tour simp questions, like, "What are you going to do whenever you get the chance to go back to the PGA?" And they're like, "We don't want to go back." Mm-hmm. Like, and they, and they and they really were. They're like, "Why? Why would I go back?" And, and then they were talking about like, "Do you feel bad for other players not getting the money?" And they're like, "No, they got money." Yeah, the PGA Bubba goes, "Well, the tour hundred million dollars, so they had the money." Yeah. You know? Well, just just uh, who won last week? Oh, Keegan Bradley won two weeks ago, and I was listening to him on part of my take, and he said that, you know, because it's the first time he won in a while, he said once they got rid of the belly putter, he didn't know if he would ever win again. You know, the belly putter won him a major in, like, his first, second year on tour, and he said that the amount of money that he won was just mind-boggling, and to see that, it was like $3.8, $3.6 million, to see that hit his checking account just baffled him. When he came out on tour, they were playing, winner share was like $1.1 and now winner share is $3.8 and who can they thank for that? It's an elevated event, and, you know, Keegan Bradley could thank Liv, because Liv is the reason why they are having bigger purses now. And it all comes full circle. And it's actually pretty cool for Keegan to have that comment because Keegan did win recently, uh, this season. He's won oh, twice he did? this season, by the way. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he won the Zozo. Uh, but that was an elevator, right? So Zozo probably was right, only this, like... This, a- this, this is before before the whole elevator event started. And yeah. That's what makes it so cool is that he it was before that. So it was... He, he recently had a paycheck that was kind of under the old rules wasn't a big purse um, around the million today's standards. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was just so cool. And then of course, last week we see on the, on the PGA tour, we see, you know, big Dick Rick finally get his, over his curse. Yep. He, he was over eight. And so for him to go and finally win when he has a 54 hole lead was huge. And he, but and let's talk he about tried to, coach. he tried to give it away too. <laughs> in the, he tried in the playoff, you know, he tried to give it away again. 
But he rebounded, big win for him. But yeah, let's let's hear about the Gooch. Dude, the Gooch is having the year. Lights okay. out, man. By the way, pause for a second. I want everybody to understand right now, myself and Big Boy Pants Golf, a friend of ours, we are starting a movement that is called Free the Gooch. You go to bigboypantsgolf.com, you can get yourself merch that is based around Free the Gooch, but also help us out with hashtag Free the Gooch on Twitter. We are needing to make Zach Johnson pressured until that little boy does what he what's supposed to be what's supposed to be done. Yeah. And put the gooch on the Ryder Cup squad. I was looking at the Ryder Cup standings, the updated Ryder Cup standings today, and you know, there's a lot of guys on that list that I would take Gooch over, you know? There's maybe three guys that in all honesty deserve to be above the Gooch right now. And that's Scotty Scheffler, obviously. Guys the guys literally Tiger Woods if Tiger Woods just couldn't putt when he was in, in 2000. Like if, yeah, obviously if, the top six should make it because they earned it, but the guys from seven to 12, the captain's pick, if Gooch isn't a captain's pick, you know, you, you have to be smoking something. It's guys like Cam it's Young, Sam win. Burns, Morikawa. Morikawa's not playing well right now. Like, I'd rather have Gooch on there than Morikawa right now. You know, Morikawa was playing just fine last week. I mean, he, he only lost in a playoff to, to Rick. Yeah, but I'm saying before that, he's had the back issue, you know, like he hasn't been playing great this year. Overall, overall. Yeah, overall this year. Yeah, and Brad Keegan Bradley. Obviously, I'd take Keegan Bradley because that guy is a beast when it comes to the Ryder Cup, and he really is a great team guy. He gets the people going. He gets so jacked up with those events. Like, you remember seeing him at Medina and the one after. Like, yeah. he's, you know, Spieth. He'll probably make it because he's Spieth, but, you know, Morikawa, Cam Young, Burns. I think Ricky earned his way on. You know, Gooch has to be in there. Obviously, Brooks earned his spot. You know, Xander Cantlay. I know Holm is sixth right now. He probably, you know, who knows if he'll stay there. He might drop out. I know if we ask Pants if, if Homer should make it, you know, he's going to say no. Um, you probably will say no, too. You guys are anti-homosexuals um <laughs> I, I, i'm i'm less so than he is yeah I, I i'm i have no no, no problem with with max home i just it continues to baffle me how somebody who's so highly touted and and somebody who in all honesty this year to me taylor gooch and max homa i think are perfect parallels of each other as far as the live world version and the pga tour version of each other yeah, both players who they're both players who really weren't the guy whom both being in the separated fields of, you know, Gooch being in the live tour and Homa being in the uh, weakened or thinned out PGA tour field. Um, and any way you want to talk, uh, talk it up or, or slice it, that's the truth. The PGA tour field did get thinned out a little bit with the P with the live golf development. And both of them have been able to, pick off and get considerable amounts of wins since the development of the new leagues. And both still have not been able to translate their success in the main tour events toward majors yet. Now, yeah. Gooch has done way better in majors than, than Max Homa has. And so I think that those two are perfect parallels to, to each other. When you look at the official World Golf rankings and you look at the top, let's say, Honestly, I'm even going to go maybe like, I don't know, let's say eight, seven, eight players in the world. There's not too many guys that are above Gooch right now. You got Scotty Shuffler, John Rahm, Brooks Kepka. you know, Rory's playing good. You could, you know, Rory, uh, Cantlay, Shawflay, Camp Smith. But, but other than that, them, like, 
Gooch is uh, honestly he has an argument to be made in the top five this year. Uh, I mean, how could you not? He's the top winning American in in all tours of all combined. Now, the only tour otherwise that you could that a, uh, there's an American that has one more is the Champions uh, uh, PGA Tour Champions, which Your is Steve won't. Stricker because Steve's yeah because Steve Stricker's on God mode right now. Um, but you know, outside of that, I mean, he's the top winning American in the world right now as far as mainline all age tours mm-hmm. and. Gooch is playing something lights out. I did not expect him to be able to close it out like he did. Um, Bryson, it looked like it was made for TV moment for Bryson to finally step through and get that win. I, I called one Bryson more. too, man. I, I, I felt it. I felt that Bryson was really going to have a big week and he let me down. He didn't let you down. I mean, he didn't lose. He just got outplayed. It's yeah. kind of like Rory McIlroy last year at the, at the Open Saint Andrews. He, yeah. he didn't. Yeah. In my opinion, there are times where a player doesn't lose. They just get outplayed. Yeah. And that's something that people have to understand about golf. That there's a lot of these moments where somebody goes, oh, they didn't win. They aren't you know, blah, blah, blah. And you have to understand that golf is a sport that you never truly win. Uh, even when you win a tournament, you didn't actually win because there's no way to play golf perfectly. You survived. Um, you survived. That's kind of the best way to phrase it. And sadly, one of the things I hope improves in the years to come, uh, Diggsies, is that I want to see better record keeping for second place finishes and third place finishes. I'm being serious because I think that tells a bigger narrative and we forget that narrative because we only go by off of wins. Yeah. The Charles Howell the third award? Yeah. No, seriously, because people like Charles Howell the third, I mean... You know, if you look over his career, uh, his career doesn't stand out that much when you look at just straight wins. But when you look at money won, all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, who's this guy? Yep, he has a fat wallet. I mean, he does because, you know, he was picking up big checks every single week. You, you pick up enough top 10 checks. I mean, it, they make up for wins. Yep. But yeah, I was honestly to, to finalize my other point, I would honestly say in U.S. golf right now, other than Scotty Scheffler and Brooks Kepka, the next best guy this year has been Taylor Gooch. Do you agree Absolutely. with me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? There There's is, nobody, uh, you know, other than Scotty and Brooks, it's Gooch. Yeah. And, you know, part of the best part about Gooch is that, you know, he was denied the U.S. Open. Now, he didn't really do well at Masters. He didn't really do well at PGA. But, again, he was denied the U.S. Open opportunity to play there. Does and, he have exemption into the Open? Uh, he is playing the open. Good. Yes. It's time for him to shine. I, I hope that I really hope that he does. If um, he wins the open, he's, his Radica points are going to skyrocket. skyrocket. When, when does that stop? Uh, after the open or after um, the second FedEx cup event? Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. I would, I would hope that they would stop taking points at FedEx cup playoffs. Yeah. But they don't, you know, you know, they you know they're just going to go the, until the very last event. I don't know, Never, because remember know. they used to stop early and then they, they changed it to Billy Horschel rule because remember when Billy Horschel went on that run and won the FedEx Cup and he was left off the right. Ryder Cup team when they could have used them? Right, and, and um, it's kind of – they always have these funky rules about it, but I do – what your, your point about having Keegan Bradley on there, I do hope that he gets on Yeah, because uh, he's, he's in his late 30s. This is probably going to be his last – you know, Keegan Bradley is not um, Jordan Spieth. Um, a 40-year-old Jordan Spieth, I would still say, probably finds a way on the Ryder Cup, mm-hmm. you know, for a few more times. Um, 
Keegan Bradley, he may not have another Ryder Cup situation. No. Maybe something like a, you know, like a Webb Simpson or a Jimmy Walker where he's just, you know, he's at the right moment at the right time. And this is kind of his one moment or one time. Yeah. And he said on the podcast, part of my take, he said he honestly thought that there was a point in his career when he would never see the Ryder Cup again. And he said that he lives for the Ryder Cup. Like, he said that he would get so scared and so like he wasn't like scared butterflies in his stomach scared. He was like scared, like somebody chasing you with a chainsaw scared to hit his tee shot at the Ryder Cup. That's how much it meant to him. So you want to see somebody like that bring fire and passion to the team, especially when you're going on foreign soil. Um, but in regards to the uh, rankings, the FedEx Cup, Playoff event, BMW Championship, August 20th. That's when they'll stop. So, I think that's the one before uh, Eastlake. Okay. Yeah, that is the one before Eastlake. So, yep. that's probably good because Eastlake wouldn't be fair because Eastlake no. is a staggered yeah. start. Exactly. Yeah. So, 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 it'd be just giving free points to Scotty Scheffler or whoever's at, the, at number one. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because that was – I hate that staggered – I hate that the championship that I have to do it where it's like – Hey, you have the best two dates, so we're going to give you ten shots on the field. I hate that, but I also hate having two champions. I hate someone winning the tour championship and then someone winning the FedEx Cup. You know what I mean? Like they need to oh, yeah. figure out a better way. Like maybe like match play might be exciting. You know, like the top eight get a bye into like a, well, a round or two ahead, well, hold and up, then well, hold up. I, I thought they changed it like that to where the tour champion is the FedEx Cup winner yes but simply because yes yeah that's what i'm saying like but I, but, but, you're, but you're saying like the staggered start okay I got yeah I, I don't like the staggered start but i also didn't like that you know before they did the staggered start someone could win the tour championship and then somebody else could win the fedex cup so it's still the lesser of two evils is what i'm saying i got you you know point is though guys is that Everything's in a great spot right now, and we want to see Free the Gooch happen. We want to see yeah, Taylor the Gooch. Gooch be able to – we want to see the Gooch there in Rome. And so yes. it's important for us to see the pressure building up. Um, we have a couple more events before uh, we get to the uh, the Ryder Cup uh, deadlines, if you will. And We're about six uh, weeks know, out. Could, yeah, he could do well, and uh, I hope he does well at the Open, obviously. I hope he does well here at London this week. Uh, I think he has the game for it. I think he really does. But I'll tell you, I think he does has the best shot to win again at Greenbrier. I just think Greenbrier is a course that he's going to light the hell up at. I can't wait for them to come back in the U.S. Like I, I love them playing these international, you know, events. But like, just with like the like, I hate how the CW like just has these events on, you know, tape delay. And same thing, the PGA Tour did it this week with CBS, like. Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa had one in a playoff and everybody knows what's going to happen before it comes on it. Like, why can't see, like, what is CBS airing early Sunday morning that they can't go to the PGA tour coverage? You know, like I hate having to open yeah. up my phone or, or pull, pull up an app on the TV. Like, like sometimes like these network execs have their head up their ass. I mean, they usually do. Let's be honest. Uh, now, I will tell you this: the tape delay for Rocket Mortgage was kind of because of the weather. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, you know, there's going to be bad weather. You make a decision Saturday night that you're starting early. Like, you know, it's not like it's like Sunday morning. Like, oh, we need an hour to to get everything on air. Like, you know, a good twelve hours beforehand, fourteen to twelve to fourteen hours beforehand, that you're starting early. You know, like we, they do it at the majors. If it was a major, like when Tiger won the Masters, it wasn't on tape delay. 
you know, like they had to start early and you know, they broke coverage and they showed the masters. Like, why can't they do that for regular events? So you still watch it on the CW. See, I watched it on live golf plus. So I, that's why there's no delay for me. Now, granted this past week was troublesome because obviously, you know, it's, you know, 6am start for me. Where mm-hmm. I'm at. So I will tell you, I, uh, I was watching with my eyes closed on a couple of the, uh, um, for the first two rounds. Like I'm watching, I'm still listening, but I was, there were, there were moments where I was like, Hey man, we need some coffee or you forget the coffee and you just lay there and yeah. sleep. Um, that's why I said, I can't wait for it to come back to the U S because of the time frame, you know? Yeah. It, it does hurt the ability to watch. And so I feel for everybody else in the world, whenever they're watching exactly. our times, yeah. cause it does make it tough. Golf is um, the best thing to have on in the background. If you want to take a nap on the couch though, that it's, is true though. It is, that the is best. true though. Um, yeah, sometimes the best naps ever. Uh, if you, if you go to the masters YouTube channel, I'm serious. Like if you pull up like a nineties masters mm. and just put it on, Ooh, baby girl, you're going to have some good sleep. There's nothing better than playing an early morning round on Sunday, coming home, it'd be like 90 degrees out, coming home, taking a shower, eating some lunch, popping on the AC, getting the house nice and cold, laying on the couch to watch the, you know, final group, teeing off a nice hour nap, wake up on the back nine. That's the perfect day. It is. It is. Only thing better is, um, well, we're not going to say that. (laughs) And last thing in regards to the PGA Tour, Diggsy lost his survivor pool. Three guys left, and both guys picked Ricky Fowler, and I tried to be cute this week. I went Adam Eckroat. It was either between him and Hideki Matsuyama, and both Eckroat and Matsuyama missed the cut, and Ricky Fowler went on to win it. So the one week I need Ricky to do bad he wins. The one week I need Ricky to win, he loses. So Ricky has completely fucked me twice this year. Um. So Big Dick Rick really is giving. Yeah, me a big he dick he right lost now. me. He lost me what about like seven eight grand at not lost me, but I would have won seven eight grand at the U.S. Open, and then this would have been two thousand dollars in store credit. I could have got a nice new pair of the Mizuno nine two three JPX forged. I was looking forward to those new Mizunos. You were smelling them, weren't you? I was, yeah. So now I'm going to wait until next year, though. It'll come down. And a I keep bit. telling you, man, you got to get a little bit more patient on that waiting. No, no, no. I, I mean, honestly, I, out of the picks that you told me, man, I was thinking Eckhart would be the better one yeah. too. But I mean, Matsuyama played like crap too. So, I mean, it's not. It's not like I'm at least happy that Matsuyama didn't play well because then it would. Then it would. Have, then it would I know. And then also, I think my third was going to be Tom Kim. And at when I was looking at the standings on Friday, he was about to miss the cut too. So I don't know if he ended up making the cut, but I believe he missed the cut as well. I'll double check that. But it's like all three of my picks played horrible. That's okay. God loves you, but I sure as hell don't. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway. Gooch was the big winner. And on the team front, Torque with another big win. You had, you know, Sergio Garcia, Eugenio Chakara, David Puig, right? The, the, the Torque, Torque? Yeah, yeah. Pooj is just amazing. The team is Sergio Chakara, Chica- all those guys on, on Torque, right? I just love how, no, what, no, not Sergio. Did you come, come on? <laughs> Dixies. I'm, oh, you're messing with me. Okay. I'm messing good, with good, you because that guy. Good, sorry. I was pulling up, I was pulling up, uh, uh information just to look over some stuff. You're like, wait a second, Dixies. Wait a second. He's like, hold, hold on, bro. No, because that, like that, that idiot on Twitter that said, I don't know who's, a, who's a member of Torque. So I was mm-hmm. playing a joke on everybody, but no, Neiman, uh, Ortiz, no, not Ortiz, Neiman. 
<laughs> you're over here you're saying no i got it right now no no, no i'm, I'm busting balls neiman um munoz and mito Pereira, and i i can't get the third guy right is it puig david pooch it is puke okay yeah I, I i always put puke on the fireballs but no sebastian munoz mito Pereira, yaki neiman and david puge i'm gonna keep calling him puge uh big win for torque and we said it the third their third this year you know was was it, we were first on them three four weeks ago was it we said watch out for torque that they're gonna be the the studs for the future and live golf and what have they done since we said that they went and ran they off two studs. two wins they're just there's that they're young they're talented and they're healthy all right that's kind of the big twit the big ticket for them is that they're healthy mm-hmm. you know stinger gc is a great team but stinger gc is constantly battling injuries and they're finding ways to play good golf through it i mean i'm so impressed with charles Swartzel. if you guys don't know this charles Swartzel is constantly dealing with a situation where i don't know if he's still dealing with this but it, you know it seemed like one of those that you're not going to get fixed anytime soon um, he's had an issue where his left arm is constantly going numb during the round. That's crazy. Uh, and then, of course, Louis Ustazen's had the wrist problems and the forearm problems and the elbow problems. He's had, he's had like so. If you look at him, he's actually got like compression compression sleeves on his body while he plays. Um, so Ustazen's got yeah. problems. And you're uh, playing Grace. You're playing a sport where you need to have control over your arms. Yes, <laughs> and then Brennan, then Brennan and Grace, same same story, different 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 bracket. I mean, so Dean Burmester is the only player on that team that's one hundred percent healthy, and yet that team is still showing out and getting in good positions most of the events. So I'm super impressed with them. Range Goats, it's pretty funny to me because they're you know last season we saw it where the aces were just dominating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course the Range Goats are dominating when it comes to winning. Last five um, events, they've been in the top three. They made money. Well, not only that, but not only that. Um, so uh, they haven't been. Uh, uh, what they, what's really been impressive to me is the individual wins. They've won half of the individual events. Hmm. Yeah, Varner and Gooch. Yeah, three for Gooch, one for Varner. So they're they're doing amazing stuff right now. And, and they're only they're only twenty one behind aces. Yeah, and Torque is right up the aces' ass. They're only seven behind. How impressive is it, though, that the Aces are still in first place despite the fact that Torque has won three events this year? That is impressive because their impressive. worst their worst finish. I'm looking at it now is a nine, and they started two two three one nine two six four. So they're consistently getting points. Yeah, but honestly, the way it's going, the way the range goats are trending and Torque is trending, I think at the end of this year we're going to have um, a different winner. And honestly, my sleeper team that is right. Uh, about 40 points back, the Crushers, because I really think Bryson's going to go on a tear. And the Crushers, they, the last five events, fifth place, third, fourth, fourth, third. So the Crushers have been playing some great golf right now. Another big thing is that we're going to see what happens the rest of the year with Paul Casey. Uh, Paul Casey's back. Paul Casey looks healthier. He finished, you know, at 21. Uh, they, they marked him at 21 place. Uh, if you guys don't know, by the way, it's always weird when you look at like Live Golf's standings because they will not differentiate between um, a, a tie for tenth. They will if there's ten guys at a tie for tenth, they don't just get everybody tied for tenth points. They will find a way through their own tiebreakers and whatever to divvy out between those ten guys the individual points. So I don't like that. 
because it does get kind of awkward yeah. trying to like it keep probably records. goes by like birdies made or bogeys made or bogey avoidance or something like that probably right it's something i don't know or where maybe it, is, it has to do with the season long standings no I, it's something in relation to the individual event but Got i will it. tell you that there is, they, they do do something to differentiate so it makes it super difficult to look backwards and say oh this guy got third place here yeah because it might show you sixth even though the guy was finished tied for third, mm-hmm. but because of, of their backdoor points differentiating system, they, that person may have gotten sixth place points. Yeah. So it's, it's very awkward to find out. But anyway, so he got credited for 21st at the, uh, at the last event here, um, you know, over at Valderrama. And Valderrama was a tough course. And I will say this, I was wrong. Uh, I really thought the older guys were going to have a chance. Yeah. And they did on day one. They, they did on day one. Yeah, I put and out that tweet. There was seven, seven out of the top ten were like 36 yeah. years or older. Yeah. And then, of course, what happened? Uh, day two, wind is gone. Um, and it was, and at that point, it was a green light for the bombers. The yeah. bombers were like, they were licking their lips. They were going for it. That's why Bryson, I'm telling you, man. Second place, seventh, tenth, and then, you know, he came in fourth at the PGA, tied for 20th at the U.S. Open. The dude is ready. Tied for eighth last year at the Open. Dude is ready, man. I'm telling you, the dude is going to bust out. I don't know. You know, it'll be very interesting to see how this week plays out. He might be a sleeper pick for for me for the Open, Bryson. He could be. um, The course, though, I don't. It's not one of the courses that we normally play, right? I mean, I don't know if it's on my head. Which, which Royal, Royal like Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. And then, uh, but, so Royal Liverpool, I don't know. It's in the Rota. It's in the Rota. They play it every eight years, every eight or nine years. Last time they played was, I believe, 2014 Rory won. So, okay. you know, you could bomb and gouge it, I believe. I'm not sure. You know, he came tied eighth at San- all the links course. You can bomb, you know, pretty much. You know, if there's no win, you just pretty hit, much. hit it I mean, down there. You're not getting penalizing rough at a links course. Right, and they do a pretty good job of not putting up a bunch of random radio towers. Or no, there. it's so wide there's, open. There's, yeah, there's less things to like distract you or like cross your vision or cause problems. Yeah, we saw that there's, when there's Spieth won. Numbers. Remember when when Spieth friggin' hit that shot from the driving range mm. behind the yeah. equipment truck? That was a shot of a lifetime. Man, I'm just excited though because you know we're back where where it all began. Yeah, um, and you know the cool thing is though. Um, we're seeing people people be healthy and be happy, dude. Everyone seems so happy this week in the press conferences, and I love that, man. I love that. Yeah, going back to that, we kind of you know glazed over that. How how Bubba and Graham McDowell said they're not going to play play on the PGA Tour. Like I feel like there's like some guys will, the young guys will because their bodies can do it. But the older guys that are in their forties and that have won their majors and they're just, you know, they're using this as like their champion store. They're going to get the money. They're going to have fun with the team event. They're going to play the 12 to 14 events a year. And then if they make the majors, they make the majors and that's it. You know, you're not going to see somebody like Bubba or Graham McDowell or, you know, even though Poulter just picked up the London series event, but you know, guys like Gooch, Guys like Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka that could still go and be competitive on the, the tour. I could see them, you know, like we said last week, Dustin Johnson playing Riviera or, you know, Brooks playing the waste management, you know, events that they've had success at in the past. Well, you, you say this, but I mean, honestly, to me, it's more like, listen, do you really want to go into a room that 
the room's been talking, like, you know the room's been talking smack on you for a year. Yeah, but you're, st- you're still going into that room in the mages. It's right? a different room, though. It's, it's a different, no, it's a neutral, it's neutral room. You're I just know, in the room still, with them. I know, but you're still in the same locker room. Yeah, but that's different, though, because you're going into a neutral locker room versus the PGA Tour events. You're going into the locker room of the guys who've been acting like a punk at you for a year. There's a lot of money to be made, man. There's a lot of money. I'm telling you, guys will do it next year because there's, especially the elevated events, they can make pretty much the same than, you know, if you take away the team. Speaking of money being made. Our boys, the Majestic DGC, we love you guys. Another I mean, sponsor, man. Another one. Honestly, Another the Majestic one. should have a, a players-only meeting this week at Centurion in London and give a nice one-hour, 60-minute crash course lesson on how to do business and how to market yourself because the Majestics are completely lapping the field, lapping the other 11 teams with their marketing because they have now signed on to their second sponsorship. Tell them about it, Jake. No, third sponsorship. Third sponsorship. Wow. Now, technically, everybody is using Redmondly, so that there's the first sponsorship, which is OK, OKX, which is the cryptocurrency exchange. Then they have Redmondly, which is their uh, merchandise sponsor for their clothing. Now, technically, every team's using them. If you look on, on Redmondly's website, they actually have all of the shirts, base, all the base shirts for all the teams. You, you'll see very quickly. It's like, oh, I saw Dustin wearing that, you know, or a mm-hmm. version of that. Um, so every, every team is using them. So you count them, but you don't count at the same time. Yeah. But the Majestics are the only team to officially recognize that, that sponsor. And the last sponsor they just rolled out today is Seamless Digital, which is really cool because their bags, their golf bags are now a walking advertisement. They can literally have a changing billboard on the back of their golf bags, which their golf bags, you know, that's just so cool because that's, that's literally a billboard for players, right? So they're basically gearing themselves up to get even more sponsorships without having to sell shirt space. Crazy. I'm going to retweet that right now too. So when you listen into this tomorrow morning, take a look. You probably saw it if you're a live fan, but it's insane. Like Jake told me about it. I looked at it and it's insane. Like uh, I, I wonder if the caddies are going to be upset because it probably doesn't weigh that much with the technology these days. It's probably just like the side, like the, the the width of a flat screen, you know, maybe a couple wires. I don't think it maybe a little battery packed. I don't think it will weigh. It, much. it might add two more. It might add two pounds. Two, three pounds. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to do this and add 15 pounds. No, to the back no. Of the caddy. That's just not, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but again, this is a, uh, this is, the team, the Majestic GC is doing this right. And this is not because they're the only team that's, that follows us on, on Twitter. Yes, we're aware <laughs> of that. <laughs> um, they're not the, they are the only team that follows us, follow us on Twitter. But more yeah, important, come on. Guys, What's like, up with the other 11 teams? Follow us on Twitter. We're, we're the yeah, first thanks. ever U.S.-based live golf podcast. Like, come on. Show us some love. We're showing you love. No. and But honestly, like, uh, you look at, like, the cliques and the iron heads. Um, I don't know what's up with it. I don't know how the social media system works. I don't know if they're supposed to like bring somebody on. Clearly, the Majestics have somebody in their camp that does specifically social media. And I think we have that with High Flyers as well, like somebody on their camp behind the scenes that works for the team. I'm telling you, I um, think it's Palter, man. 
if I had to put money on it, I, I don't think he's doing it himself, but I think he set everything up because, you know, if you're looking at, I'm not taking anything away from Westwood, Cantor, or Stenson, but Poulter always had great social media. Poulter's always been great with the press. And I just like looking back at, look at Poulter's social media when he was on the PGA tour. Like he knows how to do it. He's always coming up with great content. So either somebody who was running Poulter's social media is doing it or Poulter started it and passed it off to somebody, but they're doing it right, man. They are doing it right. Well, and, and you know, range goats are doing pretty good as well, um, you know, because they have the goat chain thing going on. Yeah. So, there's always a post about the goat chain, and then they, they can make jokes at the event, but there's not much from them in between events. No. Um, but then we look at, like, so we have three teams, I think, that are doing all right. Uh, sorry, good. Um, Majestic's doing amazing. Give them an A++ for their, for their social media engagement, for their off- uh, their off their off course initiatives to me are compensating or overcompensating for what was a bad start to the season, and I say bad start because they're obviously improving. They're doing better the last few events. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you look at like range goats; they're doing all right. Give them an A. Um, high flyers give them an A also. Uh, the cape the cape idea was pretty cool. <laughs> they're they're doing pretty pretty all right because. Um, Phil's Phil, their branding is very different than the rest of the, of the live golf uh, groups as far as how they attack things. But then we have teams that are generic AF still, and that's uh, Ironheads and Cliques. Um, and honestly, media- you want to hear my reasoning for that? Why? Because come next year, Ironheads and Cliques aren't going to be around anymore. They're going to be, re- be rebranded, or you think they're going to be like uh, new captains, new players? Exactly, both. All the both? above, yeah. You think both, yeah. I think that I think like if John Rom comes, you think he's gonna. If, if John Rom says, "I want a team," you think he's gonna take the Cleek's name or the Ironhead's name? No, he's gonna no, want to come up. It, I, you know, the Rombos, the Ra- the Rambos. Like he's gonna want his no, own dude, team. They're gonna, they're gonna give him a new franchise. They're exactly, a new franchise. That's why I no, think. No, but they're not. No, you you think they're gonna actually kick the Ironheads and the Cleeks? No, they're not gonna kick them. They're going to expand the league to extra teams. Yeah, 14 teams, but you know, but think about it. Everybody in the PGA Tour can now own a franchise. You think there's only going to be two guys that want to come over? You know, let, let's say uh, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Cantlay and Shoffley together, and Jordan Spieth and JT together. That's four groups right there. So two of those guys are going to have to take over the Ironheads and Cliques and rebrand it, and two of the guys will get an expansion team. I don't know, dude. Um, I, I want to see – I'm not. I'm not buying that just yet. I think a lot of it's just because Kevin Na and Martin Keimer are not the same personalities as, as say, Bubba Watson and Mm -hmm. Holter. Yeah. Um, Those two guys. They need new captains. I, I don't want to, I don't want to agree with you because remember, Kevin Na was the first player to officially sign to live. Okay. So he was the first live signing. And he's made a ton of money in the past two years. We're not kicking him out of the league. We're just saying we're taking the team away from me. You could be a assistant captain. Okay. Listen, I'm he cool he, with him. he lets Siwon Kim. He's allowing Siwon Kim <laughs> to go out there and shoot seventy sevens every week. Like, come on, Kevin, uh, I love you, but come on, the buck, <laughs> the buck has to stop somewhere. And Martin Kaima can't even get on the course. So let's. Okay. I'm 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 trying to be nice, but come on, let's be real. Like, we need to take live okay. to the next level, don't we? I, I think okay, you're you're being you're being more correct than I than I want to. I want I, I have to agree with you on those because you're Thank right. You. You're right. Um, look, those two guys, I love them as players. I think they're great people to have as captains. I don't think they're the great pe- great person to run a team. I think they're good as like a captain emeritus or an assistant captain. Yep. Um, but we need to, you're right. We need to have somebody Us Liv fans, we want 
the the PGA Tour shills or all these golf fans that are you know so so about live. We want people to take live seriously. You know, let's let's take live seriously, man. And and by you know getting giving those teams to captains that will use social media, that will get endorsements, that will get sponsorships, that will you know hold players accountable for going out there and shooting seventy seven. That's what we want. You got a good point there. Because um, uh, you're right. There are teams that are doing very, that are uh, now. So those are the two extremes that we have. Mm-hmm. We have, we have the top tier three teams, which are high flyers, range goats and majestics as far as social media only, social media only. Uh, and then we have the bottom two teams, which are, you know, Ironheads and cliques, which are, you can tell that it's an insider for live, like somebody in the live press box who's actually doing all their social media because yeah. theirs is literally the exact same cut and paste. The uh, crushers are doing well. So Bryson's doing well on social media. He's posting. It's some. not, it's not, it's not unique though. No, it is. Um, so the crushers, stinger, um, aces, fireball, smash ripper. Um, those teams you Need can help. tell are being, you no. Know, well, those teams you can tell are being run by somebody inside of live itself mm-hmm. that, um, they're not being run by their own people. And so, but because those players are doing well or because those players have enough name value, they're actually putting some effort into it. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a little funky how that works out. Yeah. That's, that's life, right? You gotta, it is life. You gotta, you know, whoever sells gets, gets, you know, that's why LeBron James is the face of the NBA and Otani and Judge are the face of MLB because those are the guys that the kids want to see, you know? Like, no offense to, you know, Kaima or Nah, but, you know, kids going to live events, you know, they want to see Brooks, they want to see Bryson, they want to see Dustin Johnson, they want to see those guys. You got a good point there. Um, look, I'm excited, though, for this event because, again, this is this is full circle. I mean, a, a year ago, it was F-Live, blah, 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 F-Live, and now it's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Like I said, we're seeing the Majestics have three sponsors, three open sponsors now. We're seeing, um, you know, so much change. We're seeing it pretty much be guaranteed that like, hey, dude, we're happy here. This is what we want. We're excited. You know and, what I can't wait you know, for? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Finish your point. I'm sorry. No, what can, what can you not hate? What can you not wait for? I cannot wait for... Uh, equipment manufacturer to take over a team, not take yes. over a team, but sponsor a team. And that, te- like, Officially. let's say team TaylorMade and all of them play TaylorMade, all of them wear TaylorMade. Like that's going to happen. It will at some point. Cause if that's live was styled in a lot of ways after like the F one series yep. after, after formula one. Yeah. And Red Bull, so, Ferrari, exactly. all that. So I think something along that line is coming. I, I don't, want it to become a thing where it is team tailor-made i don't want that no like the four aces you know sponsored by tailor-made like right I'm i don't cool. want the team name to be tailor-made that's not fun right i'm cool with it being like the soccer model where like where soccer you have like barcelona but the main shirt sponsor is whoever they are right now. yeah um you know uh for instance like uh like real madrid is emirates emirates well, and, and, and juventus for a long time was jeep yeah um, uh, but yeah, so that's, I'm cool with that. Yep. I'm not man cool United with, Chevy, you know, like all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with that. I'm not cool with, uh, it be with it taking over. And no, you have the, eight, you have the aces patch on the chest and then on the sleeve, you put a little tailor made logo, you know, or an Adidas logo. I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. Cool with that. 
you know, Team Nike, you know, like Team, Ti- like, because, you know, you got Titleist, Nike, Mizuno, Shrixon, TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping, well, like- Cobra. That's eight teams right there. That's eight, you know, so there's enough for, you know, PXG, they're not getting involved, you know, that's PXG. for sure. <laughs> but, you know, there's enough, you know, teams out there, you know, Wilson, there's nine. You know, who am I forgetting? Top Flight. <laughs> <laughs> No, there, there's yeah, other top teams flight. There. Top flight. Uh, the cliques brought to you by Top Flight. Oh God! Now the, the Iron Heads brought to brought to you by Top Flight. <laughs> oh, that's not me. That's not nice. I, mean, I know. Look, Sorry, guys. You can, uh, hey, follow us on Twitter. We'll stop making the jokes. No, we won't. We won't. We're we're calling it as we see it. And the reality is, is that like we were talking about this on, on Big Boy Pants podcast recently. At C1 Kim, man, you know that dude. He sucks. <laughs> doesn't suck. It's just that. He, I, he, we're starting to think that if he doesn't turn it around at the end of this season and show some kind of spark, that he's probably going Bro. to retire from professional golf Bro. at the end of this season. 48, 48, 48, 47, 45, 43, 45, 48. That's well, insane. And, and, he and, he well, had never that. finished in the top 30 once. Okay. Now, you want to hear something even funnier? Okay. Where was that 43 at? The 43 was at, I place that. Oh yeah, it was Tulsa. Yeah. Okay. So the 45, the 45 was at, was at DC. Now, do you know why he finished 45th? Because Vincent Ormsby dropped out. Well, well not Vincent Ormsby dropped out. They, they replaced people. So yeah. what happened is, is that there were three guys at the tournament who yeah, replaced mid round, like mid tournament or replaced mid tournament. So when you, when you're replaced, so technically it was another 48. Yes, it was a forty-eight, and then the forty-seven, the forty-seven at uh, at Adelaide, that was also a, de- a dead last because Sam Horsfield got benched the last day because of an injury, and so Laurie Cantor came in to play. But because of course he didn't start he, the whole tournament, he gets a, a place up. So those are actually forty forty-eights. Yeah, he's playing so bad right now that I'm honestly would say if he spotted me twenty strokes, I might be able to beat him, which I mean, is crazy. It means twenty. It, it, you know, I was joking earlier this week, and I was saying, you know, hell, just why don't I go play for the Ironheads? Because you know, at least when I, at least if I have a bad round, um, you know, people can go, well, he's not a pro golfer. Yeah, <laughs> you could put a scratch. Kind of you could put a scratch golfer on the Ironheads right now, and they would do better than C One Kim. They're gonna fire some six, some some sixties, size sixties, once in a while, just by pure luck, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh. Uh, you know, I've, 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 I could probably get, get more, maybe, I, I don't know, but I, I can tell you this, the courses they're playing, uh, the rest of the year, um, I would not do very well on, but like, I might do well at Greenbrier. So, sign me up, Ironheads. Yeah. There's tw- they, they played, no. they've played 24 rounds this year. You're telling me you're a good golfer. You couldn't shoot a 69 once. Um, I've played 24 rounds, 30 rounds this season. And have you shot in the sixties? Yeah, shot in three rounds in the 60s this season. There you go. You're better than C1 Kim. Yeah. Um, Kevin Na, hit our DMs. Hit our, oh, gosh. Slide no, in. No, I, I do not want to get – I do not want to make a, make a fool of myself. Oh, that would be great, but, man. Just do great content. Oh. Watch Jake Watch Jake shoot 95. Seriously, and, and <laughs> honestly, you know, like Liv, Liv would get it crazy. Like that would be picked up on SportsCenter. Yeah, but I'd be like the guy who uh, got that one movie made after him, the uh, <laughs> the worst golfer. You know that one, the, the the joke one from England that came out last year. 
No. The guy who... Uh, oh, so there was a movie, a movie that came out last year, uh, The uh, the Ghost of the Open, and it was that's what it was called. Uh, or fa- Sorry, Phantom of the Open. And oh, I it was think, a yeah. Movie, okay. Yeah, it was a movie about this guy who would intentionally keep trying to tr- qualify for the U.S. For, sorry, for the British, the uh, Open Championship. And he, would, he kept on trying to do it, but he was like a comedian, and he would shoot like 125. Oh, man. Honestly, and when actually, you play that yeah. bad, like, why? Like, if you can't break 100, like, why? Like, why do you even, like, continue? Like, we played this, we played the day before 4th of July, and the front nine we breezed. By the way, if you go on tomorrow on Long Island Golf Co.'s Instagram, you'll see on the eighth hole, Digsy's tee shot, par 352, one skip and hits the flag. Oh, man, almost this close to my first hole-in-one. It was a freaking beautiful shot. But we breezed through the front nine, and then on the back nine, we literally waited every single hole, man. And, like, these guys, it took them, like, six, seven shots to get around the green. And it's like, come on. Like, I'm not a great golfer. I I shoot... I go out and I try to break 90. If I'm shooting 88, 89, I'm having a good round. Normally, I'm in the low 90s. I'm not a great golfer, but still, like, I could go out there and fake it. Like, you know, like, like on some holes, you'll look at me and be like, oh, he's a pretty good golfer, you know? But, like, if you're out there and you're hacking and you're triple bogey every hole, like, is it really fun anymore? Uh, I have no clue. I, I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm shooting 90, I'm probably fist fighting somebody. Yeah. Like, uh, that, that would be like me shooting a 110, you know? Yeah. But it's like, and honestly, like I personally, I think if I was a member of a club and I could go out there and play three hour rounds, I'm shooting 85s. You know, it's. I, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, pace of play is important. That's yep. why pace of play was actually monitored. And this was the first time we'd ever seen somebody. Yeah, Richard Bland, right? I loved that. I was, I don't love it for Blandy, but I love that they actually followed through and said, hey, yeah. you're penalized one stroke. So, guys, Live Golf is taking initiative to make sure that we attack pace of play play and you know why they did that right 84 seconds uh and they were already on the clock well no i'm saying you know all this controversy has been going on with rory and you know these players getting favorable rulings live is saying you know what we're gonna be the law and order golf tour and we're gonna stick to our rules well and i appreciate that i really do i mean again i don't like it for bland in that situation i mean but at the same time um steps need to be made and remember they, they don't just go out there and just time every single shot or do random shot inspection where yeah. it's like, Hey, we know you're going to have a tough tee shot here. This par three over water surrounded by, by bunkers with, with a, a 30 mile an hour wind. We're going to screw you up right here. Mm-hmm. No, what they do is they, they, so that you're not actually ever on a clock until you've fallen back of pace. So if everybody's taking a long time, you're you're safe. But if you're, off pace, which which is basically where you're no longer in visible range of your the group in front of you, um, they will put you on the clock sometimes. Yeah. Or and so if that happens, you know, hey, you, you've been told you're on the clock, and that's when they have somebody watching you and timing your your shots. And and like I said, eighty four seconds over over a ball, um, that's a little much. Yep. You know? No, good for them. Honestly, good for them. Seriously. And then they give you 40 seconds, I believe. They give you, once you're on the clock, they give you 40 seconds right. um, when it's when it's your turn. Now, putting is a little bit – nobody's going to penalize you for putting, no. putting probably. But um, this is this is, this is is T to green. You're a professional. You should be able to, you know, get the job done. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I'm excited, though, for this week at Century. Yeah, let's, um, let's get picks. 
Go. Picks? You uh, had three picks. So, ooh, you're going to shoot me for this, but uh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to go Brennan Grace, Charles Schwartzel, the defending champion, and then I'm going to go Taylor Gooch. Okay. I have to stick with Gooch, too, because... If you're not picking Gooch right now out of your top three, you're crazy. I'm he's sticking yeah, I'm sticking with Bryson because he's killing it right now. And um Torque's playing really well. So I wanna go with the Torque guy. I'm going with Pooch. No, uh I can't get his name right, I'm not gonna pick him. I'm gonna go with Neiman. Just uh Neiman. Yeah. So Neiman's had the worst season out of the three pl- out of the four players in Torque as far he's as still, far as I always still. pick Mito. I always pick Mito, and I'm going to switch it up because you know Mito's eighth right now, and Munoz is sixth in the standing. So they're killing it right now, Torque. So I think it's time for Neiman to step up, and you know he's twentieth right now. He only has one top uh, above a top ten and ninth place finish. So. I'm going with Neiman. I think Which Neiman's is weird good. because he was on fire last season. La- last season. He's having he was, a down year. He is. Um, I think a lot of these guys, that off season, that a lot of the big players, it was their first actual attempt, uh, you know, opportunity to take a real off season, and yeah. it showed. Yeah, really, it really showed. It's hard to get back into the swing of things. Well, so I'm going with Gooch, Bryson, Neiman. You're going with Gooch, Grace, and who's the other one? Schwartzel. Schwartzel. You think he's going to run it back to back? He's a defending champion. And I mean, you know, look, I, I, honestly, it, it, it was hard for me not to also put Ustazen in that one. Okay? Yeah. I'm not being serious. I know that's weird of me to go that route, but I mean, it was. Did Stinger win that or was it is? Stinger won, Stinger, right? Stinger won that. Now, yeah. remember, this was, this was, London Centurion was the weakest field that Liv ever had because, I mean, it was their first event. Yeah. Um, Sergio was out there. Poulter, Westwood were out there. Gooch was out there. Uh, Dustin Johnson was out there, but, uh, Uline was out there. Uh, but, but again, most of the, most of the people that we come to know as live players, uh, were not present at that event. Yep. No Bryson, no Cam Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Was Bryson on the original? No, right? No, he was not. Yeah. He, he joined up. He joined up when Brooks joined up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even Brooks wasn't. Wow. That's crazy. There was That's a insane. There. That's insane that, yeah, you know, just, uh, you know, Chase Kapka, love him. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to think that a year ago, this event, you know, what was it? It was really 13 months ago, maybe even like 13 and a half, 14 months ago that something like that, though, you know, we're getting into semantics, but the way that live looks right now compared to that, they've came a big, long way. And just imagine what we will be saying next July about live golf. Crazy. So, what are your big question marks going forward? Like, is there is there a player that you're just we've, we've, we've talked about C1 Cam being a a, a plague? Mm-hmm. Um, who else is just looking like, hey, we, we need to have a talk, bro? Honestly, I I don't know. Um, there's a lot of guys that really I feel like are just out there and they're just you know. I wouldn't say going through the Cashing motion. A check. Yeah, like it, it's you know, like that's messed up to say, but you know, as much as I love the Majestics and I love you guys, but like you know, Westwood and Poulter haven't been able to get it done. Keimer hasn't been able to get it done. You know, and and honestly, it's sad, it's sad to say, but like a lot of the older guys, like when you, if you look back, if you looked at you know the bottom forty in the standings, it's a lot of the older guys. You know, the young guys are getting it done, but. 
somebody who's young that's in the bottom, Abraham Answer, like he should be playing a lot better than he's playing. He's forty third, you know. But team wise, the Majestics, you know, I, you know, I, I understand they're older and you know their bodies probably aren't the way they are. But you know, Stenson's been playing great. They they should be better than eleventh place. You know, they should be at least in the top eight. What about you? I, I- I, th- I think they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, so they're I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to hold off on on. on we're not. On we're not talking like smack, Majestics. We love you guys. You're doing yeah. great. Keep up the good work. And they and like I said, they are moving in the right direction. Yeah. So it's it's not. I'm not really. I'm they not need sold to. Up. They need to shuffle it up. They need to. They need. If Poulter, Westwood, and Stenson want to stay together, they need to get that stud fourth player to really carry the team and whether that's Fleetwood for Fleetwood the moon yep whether that's Fleetwood whether that's Hatton go get it done get the player yep get the guy um but no so real talk uh the team that I think is most in danger um Ironheads are great outside of Siwon Kim seriously um Kevin Na Scott Vincent I love Scott Vincent I think he has a great personality Danny Lee's winner this year yeah he won an event um, and also, like Danny Lee has an event that I think he'll do very well at coming up at Greenbrier. He he did win there. Mm-hmm. Um, so real talk, like Ironheads are just fine. The, all, the only problem is they're playing handicapped every single week. Yeah. Um, the real scary thing is the cliques. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, Graham McDowell had moments last season and even this season where he looked like he was getting sharp, but he's just not there on Sunday. And then you also have Martin Keimer, who's just hasn't shown really anything ever on live so far. Oh. Um, injury has plagued him, so I'm still giving him a pass. But it's also like, man, show me some life. Yep. And then, um, you know, Blandy is starting to show his age a little bit. He's it's still a, finishing in the, in the mid-20s every single event. Like, like, same thing with the Majestics, man. You can't have a team filled with, you know, a bunch of older guys and, you know, you need some young blood, man. You need some young blood. And, and how old is, is, you know, like, honestly, who's their fourth member? Weisberger? Yes, Weisberger. Yeah. And he's not, he's not though, a, a spry chicken, you know? He's not, but he, uh, honestly, he has moments where he shows up on a leaderboard and then he just falls away. Yeah. So, I don't I don't get that. But, um, you know, outside of that, I mean, it's kind of funky to figure out, you know, who's where. Yeah. And my question to you is... A lot of these names we're not going to see because relegation is real. And, you know, these guys that are in the bottom, if you're not a captain, you're going to be shit out of luck, man. Like, a few of the guys will stay because they'll have friends that, you know, will continue to pick them. But, you know, there's a lot of talent that wants to come and and grab that live check. And I think the roster next year is going to look a lot different than it is right now. Well, two things I really hope for is, one, I really do hope we see expansion. Yeah, I hope that we see two more, two at least. I, well, hopefully, two more teams. Where it's, I don't teams. think you could go above fourteen because then you're gonna um, have to start getting into tea times. Uh, no, you, you can still do it. You can still do it, uh, but it would just be different. Um, yeah, I think fourteen is a safe place to do, and then you know, see how fourteen fits on the course because uh, that's eight more players. Yeah, um, I do want to see the teams have a specific team specific fifth man. I'd want that next year. Um, that needs to happen. That needs to happen, Liv. Um, and even if it's just, hey, one of the one of the teams has their has a, a certain caddy that'll that'll play in place of a player in case it happens. I'm cool with that. You know what would be cool? Because I just thought of something what? brilliant. You might think it's a little crazy and a little outside the realm, but if each team has a fifth guy, 
right? If you go to 14 teams, you're going to have 18 threesomes and you're going to have one twosome that tees off later, like 10 minutes after the 18 threesomes tee off. So what you can do is on the Thursday before the event, you can have all 14 of the fifth guys play or, you know, shotgun, not, not even a shotgun, such so as go out there, play, stroke play tournament, one day, 18 holes, and the winner gets into the field. And that winner can count like half points to the team or that team where that winner comes from can pull from five guys that week instead of four guys. No, I don't like that. No, is that too cheesy? The, the, the tournament's okay, but the, uh, the added dynamic to the, to the actual event yeah. is, is not cool. You know, cause no. they're out there playing the pro-am the day before anyway. So just, you know, right after the pro-am or, you know, right after the pro-am tees off, have the other 18, 14 guys go off. I'm cool with those 14 guys going off. I'm not cool. Give with them the a fact. small purse. Give them like a hundred thousand dollar purse. I'm cool with them having a, their own purse. I'm cool with them having, the uh, their own little thing. Yeah, I'm not cool with the added added component. Yeah, that component that would mess up the competition a little bit. I'm not cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, team specific needs to happen because um, I, I don't like that. I can't I can't be a fan of Andy Ogletree right now because I don't know who the hell he's going to show up before net this week. You know, mm-hmm. um, I can't be a fan of you know um, Wayne Ormsby or any of those guys because I don't know who they actually are. Like, who, what hat do you actually wear, you know? Um, and even though I Ogletree fits in best with the Crushers, will he be a Crusher next year or will he be Smash? Because honestly, if I'm Brooks Kepka, I'm finding a way to get rid of Matty Wolf and I'm finding a way to put Andy Ogletree on. Yeah. That's, that, that, I mean, and, and no shade against Matty Wolf. I think he's a great talent. I mean, he's obviously one of the top players on Live when he's on. Yeah. But when he's off, like, yeah, what he's the a hell? Headcase, yeah. But and he's been off for a way of time. Yeah. So, look, dude, I, I'm excited for this. Event. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting be week. Amazing. Yep, and we will be back to. Um, I don't. I don't know. There's not. This is the last event before the open. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll do it. We'll do an episode next week for a recap, and then yep. we'll do open week recap, and then we'll do open week. We'll, we'll ask pants to come on. He'll be our. He'll be our third for major week, like last yeah, time. Yeehaw! Yeah, we'll we get a nice major podcast for major week. Yep. Major podcast for Major Week, getting ready for the Open, the last major of the year. And then we got one, two, three, four, five more live events to finish the year off. And, um, yeah, honestly, after the Greenbrier and Bedminster, we, we have a month off to live. And then September 22nd to the 24th, Chicago, then another month off before Miami. And Holy cow. Between me and you, Jake, I think that um, – Miami might be a good destination for a uh, 54 live podcast to get boots on ground, but we'll talk about that. ha. But all right, guys, that does it for this week's episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at 54 live pod, Apple podcast, Spotify. And uh, yeah, that does it for Jake. We are signing off and uh, we'll check you guys later. Later, Jake. Laters.